0: To learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash B-E. Uh, Welcome to this special edition of the Cybertraps podcast. We are here live at the Inch360 event in Spokane, Washington on the beautiful Gonzaga campus. In fact, I'm looking over the soccer field, which is pretty cool. It's nice here. Today, uh, I have Sean Hafen with me from Spokane Teachers Credit Union. Sean, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Thank you. Uh,
1: So yeah, I've been at STCU for about nine years now, and I manage the wonderful cybersecurity team there. We have a team of five individuals that uh, keep everybody's information safe. I also teach for the bachelor's program for cybersecurity at SFCC. A lot of connect points and touch points with some of the individuals here.
0: Okay, very cool. So uh, what brought you to this conference yourself, but then also as uh, STCU, as an
1: organization? I think we as an organization find that it's extremely important to be engaged with the community uh, when it comes to all facets and all events. But uh, for my team specifically and everyone uh, that I work with, the cybersecurity component of it, we see as a very necessary and needed component in the spokane area we need to make sure that we have you know an awareness and involvement you know just make sure that everybody knows that there is something like this event going on Mm -hmm. Uh, it's very important to see who's interested in this stuff who's out there what are they doing who are they doing it for and just build those connections Uh, those are handy they'll be valuable
0: yeah and can you talk a little bit about why it's important for these really hyper-local type of events, especially, because it's one thing to go to a national or state-level cybersecurity conference, but this right. is really uh, focused here in Spokane. And what, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, it is very important in Spokane specifically because we are so far from Seattle. Seattle does seem to get a lot of the attention with the conferences. Uh, but because we are close to the Idaho border, we have, you know, Idaho area and the Spokane area kind of combine into one for some of these events so it's just it's important that the vendors that show up to these or sponsor these uh, know that it is a four-hour drive to Seattle Mm -hmm. and we do have an audience here in the Spokane vicinity so it's nice to see that that's starting to be recognized a little bit more uh, with events like this coming up I think this is the second one Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, we've got some more events coming up in the future first quarter next year similar to this. Uh so it's just nice to see that grow and expand. And a lot of the people who live in the area or the students that attend the cybersecurity type classes in this area uh need to have more resources to pull from, such as mm-hmm. these conferences. Yeah.
0: I, I agree. I think that's so powerful for the students, but then also. Uh, small businesses who right. wouldn't necessarily go to a cybersecurity conference in Seattle. It's honestly kind of hard to justify that, yeah. but it's here in your backyard. It makes it a lot easier. What are some of the things that you're hoping to get out of this for yourself
1: personally? I think aside from just touching base with my peers and cohorts and the different you know businesses that are here, answering questions. You get a lot of questions from people who. You know, they may have just showed up to this the first time they've been to a conference pertaining to cybersecurity, and they're going to ask you the typical questions you would expect. How do I protect myself? If I have a small business, how do I protect that small business? How do I keep my employees safe? Um, what tools are out there that aren't expensive and they're not going to break the bank? And I love talking about the kind of things that you can get for low or no cost that will give you that solution. Mm -hmm. And so events like this are perfect for that. You also do learn a lot of new things. Mm -hmm. So I've been in this field for a long time, but I'm still learning. And you talk to the other people who are doing this, and you bounce ideas off of each other. You ask each other questions, and there's a lot of information sharing. Very Mm -hmm. valuable. Yeah, so let's talk about some of those
0: strategies, tools, resources, whatever you want to, whatever you want to share. Uh, Najee, who we just talked to a little bit ago, he mentioned having uh good cybersecurity hygiene. And so what is one thing that you regularly
1: recommend to small business owners or individuals about what they can do? I would say uh, no matter how small your business is, even if it's just you, uh, That cyber hygiene is very important. So any kind of training or uh, podcasts or blog posts or articles that you can read regularly or listen to regularly will give you that insight as to what's going on out there, what you need to look for. So, for example, this time of year, it's a lot of uh, scams around taxes or Amazon shipments and things like that. So if you have that awareness, that's your first step into knowing, you know, what should I look out for in my inbox? Mm-hmm. Uh, sent to email we all know is one of the most common forms that somebody can kind of get into your business uh It's very important for people to be aware that they can look out for those type of scams, mm. especially this time of year yeah um and are there any blogs podcasts that you recommend that
0: people should pay attention to?
1: uh There are some quick hit podcasts there's one called the um uh, Daily Internet Storm Podcast is just a quick ten minute. This is what's going on out in the industry and in the cybersecurity realm. Uh, he just kind of breaks things down on a daily basis, uh, and it's a quick one, so you don't really have to set aside a half hour or an yeah. hour to just sit and listen to it. Yeah. There's a lot of things out there if you just search for cybersecurity podcasts. Uh, you come up with quite a few. Mm-hmm. If you want one that's funny and entertaining, uh, I recommend one called Smashing Security. Very um, lighthearted and not always cybersecurity related. So you can have fun listening to it.
0: Okay, good. And uh, we try to have a fun time here on Cyber Traps also. When Fred is, is yeah. here, he's my co-host uh, typically. So that was Smashing Security. And what was the other one again? Uh, it's Icecast Daily...
1: or Internet Security Stormcast. Okay. Uh, it's just, like I said, it's just a nine or 10 minute quick one that he puts out every morning. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, Sean, any resources that you want to share on
1: behalf of STCU? Uh, Yeah, we do have a lot of information that we can provide if any of our members or non-members are out there and they have questions about security. We're always happy to help, whether it's fraud or identity theft or cybersecurity itself. Um, We see a lot of the bad guys making their attempts to get into your banking information Mm -hmm. to get you to give up your passwords and your usernames. So we have some resources on our external website, uh, but we're also at events like this, we're open to discuss or answer any questions too. Okay. Well, thank you, Sean. Appreciate you being here and taking the time to chat with
0: us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And thanks for your support of Inch360. It's really awesome that you're doing that. Thank you. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it, but when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. Visit MyFlexLearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com BE. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet Tier 1 standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals.